Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Gia Koka. Hi. <laughs> so you were actually born in Poland, right? Yes, true. And then did you move to like Holland when you were... Yeah, when I was uh, 11, my mom uh, brought me to Holland. She fell in love with this Dutch guy. Oh. And they, yeah, they got married. So I kind of grew up in between two countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then even since a young age, or how old were you when you started listening to like Aaliyah and uh, all the R&B stuff? <laughs> I mean... This the thing for me is like why the why the big passion for that kind of stuff came is because I was brought up very catholically like mm. very very strictly religious so there was no like MTV allowed so of course I get like uh, rebellious <laughs> yeah so, yeah that's that's how it works so yeah I used to like secretly watch MTV and then like in the nineties the, the Aliyah thing and then. I don't know, Michael Jackson, like all that kind of stuff. Just hip hop was so big then. It's like the greatest hip hop era. Mm -hmm. Even your friends were listening to it, or like, how did you get your hands on it? Like online? Oh no, just like on CD? TV, like oh. when everyone went to sleep, I secretly oh, went like, to I the... love that. <laughs> <laughs> so cheeky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then internet came, so there was like no. Mm -hmm. But yeah, before before internet, definitely MTV yeah. was like my savior. Were you like writing songs back then? Yes, I've I've always been writing. Uh, wasn't very good, but yeah, always used to write. I was was a very intense child with a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then, but yeah. like I'm doing it like professionally, not not for a long time mm -hmm. now. Were you also going through like depression, anxiety? At yes. That point? Yes, hundred percent. I don't know. I was just like very, like I said, I was a very intense child, and so many things happened in my childhood. So many, like moving in between countries and just having a very, um, very rough upbringing with a lot of like, contrasts religion strict and then my dad was a very like a rock and roll artist kind of guy oh wow so it was That's yeah very different exactly so this like so many contrasts in my life so I was kind of like twisted mm -hmm. somewhere in between just different worlds you know yeah were you yeah. more similar to your dad like wanting to be like a musician or like he was just into rock and roll right no no yeah he, he was like a kind of a rock and roll personality he's oh. a sculptor so he's a different kind of artist oh but yes yeah his life was like just parties and and women and just all of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff so it was very intense <laughs> for yeah. a little girl wow but um what did your mom do my mom was an architect. Oh. So yeah. So she just wanted to like a stable life. It was kind of a weird, weird little thing they had. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was totally like my uh, my mom always like she was like the one I would go for for like uh, love and and comfort. And my dad was just never there. But I kind of had always like a special connection to him, like artistically and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. How did you get yourself in the music scene initially? Because you, when you were young, you already went to London, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, um, when I was 18, I got signed. No, actually, it was a little bit later. It was 1920. Mm -hmm. um, I got signed uh, for my, in my first uh, major deal. Yeah. How did How did you even get your name out there? Oh, I was just like doing gigs everywhere, oh. just like for fun, and then uh, there were a lot of like places you can perform in Holland. Yeah, like oh, wow. like cafes and and just clubs, just random stuff with bands, and then um, and uh, and A and R from from Universal was at one of the gigs, and then like a week later I was signed and moving to London, so it was oh. like. Did yeah. you already have a lot of music that you wrote? To show yes, him? yes, 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 always, always had a lot of music, but back then I didn't really know like um, what I wanted to say, what I wanted to do, I was just like, just starting everything, didn't know anything about the business, you know, so I was just, I just like jumped in, in yeah. the unknown. What did your parents think, because like... Oh, oh, they were like, I taught them, I taught them at a very young age. Um, that I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck yeah. I want, <laughs> <laughs> and I and he did, yeah. <laughs> so so I did. So at some yeah. point they were like, I never went to school and mm -hmm. never just was like such a rebellious little yeah. kid. Were you ever scared that because you were young at that point that people would like manipulate you, sign bad contracts? Oh yeah, it was a terrible contract. It was terrible. I didn't even like get a lawyer or anything. Just like signed the contract and went. Which is fine. I I learned a lot from it. Yeah. I just like traveled around and got to got to work with like amazing producers and writers and like learned all my stuff that I now can use. You know. Mm -hmm. So it was great, but it wasn't like that deal wasn't supposed to uh, work for me. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you, were you doing songs that reflected your your what you were going through or were they kind of just making you trying to write hits? Yeah, totally, totally. It was like very commercial deal, very, uh, just writing pop songs. I didn't even get, like, get to choose what I wanted to put on the album. Oh wow, so they just wanted you to be like a pop star. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which obviously I'm not. Like, I'm a different kind of, like, you have to, different types of artists, you know, like, I have to, to, just to be happy and to be, like, best at what I am, I have to be, just, do what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. So otherwise you can just feel it, that it's not authentic. Mm -hmm. And then what yeah. happened after? After, I just, like, kind of, at some point just got so frustrated and, uh, with the deal, so just, like, kind of waited it out. And then when it was done, I just like packed all my bags and did like sold sold everything on eBay that I owned and moved to LA. Mm -hmm. And so, and like I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do the writing thing here and just did, get to know yeah. the industry and stuff like that. Did you know people in LA? No, I wow. didn't know anyone. So how are you reaching out to people for sessions? Uh, I was staying like my boyfriend at the time had uh, had friends here, so we were like he went with me, and uh, we kind of I don't know we just like said like to, grabbed every opportunity that we had and like every little studio that we could find, but then my brother died, yeah. and like, I so I I had to like go so like I was supposed to be here for like long you know what I you know what I mean I would just mm -hmm. like wanted to be here 
but then the brother thing happened so I kind of everything kind of stopped and I moved to Poland to be with my dad mm -hmm. and to kind of take care of my family and so the music thing kind of stopped for a couple of years for me and I just like focus on family stuff and getting my dad back together like back in one piece I mean mm -hmm. and um, yeah so then when everything kind of settled down I just moved to Amsterdam, back to Amsterdam and that's kind of where everything like, for real started for me. Mm -hmm. I just started like dropping music on SoundCloud. Were, how were and you finding these pro new producers? Were they from the Well, that's the thing, I, like no one wanted to, because I was kind of like a dropped, a dropped person, like kind of a failure, so I didn't know anyone anymore and no one wanted to work with me. So I kind of taught myself how to produce. Yeah, impressive. And I, yes, just starting dropping uh, all my stuff on SoundCloud, and then it went viral. From blogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like wow. people started to to notice, and they really liked it. Mm -hmm. And then I got signed by Sony, ATV Publishing. Mm -hmm by Michelle who's like who's been like my my angel of the like of the project she was mm -hmm. like the first one that really believed in all this stuff and oh wow for this deal were you what did you learn from the other deal that you made sure for this one like you didn't want to be like manipulated again right well this one was different because I kind of already like I did I started dropping stuff that I that I really wanted to do and I kind of had time in, when I was back in, Hol in Poland. I just had time to like think about what I want to do and what I just what my sound would be. What I had to tell like obviously I had been through this crazy journey of life mm -hmm. <laughs> in between the years, like with all the drama that happened with my family and everything like that I learned from it and kind of like that gave me a little bit of a purpose, you know, like made me um, made me appreciate life very much and kind of made me think like wow I can be someone who just inspires people to live in the moment and be crazy and life is just so short you know mm -hmm. so all that stuff uh, like I was then I was just I just felt ready because of all that baggage like that that whole story and so yeah it was totally different and they signed me because they really liked what I was what I already wanted to do you know and then uh, so I started writing for a lot of people and just like did endless sessions and finally understood kind of the the business side of things then the not going home thing happened I did a big feature it was like platinum all over the world yeah and how did you meet yellow claw oh no it was for, with dubs oh okay yeah yeah i did i've like i've i do work with yellow claw but this one was with dubs mm -hmm. i just wrote this song home and then gave it to michelle and she kind of set it up for me with dubs dubs really liked the song and see me counting stacks as well so they all like produced it together and yeah, it's the, it's just it just went mental, mm -hmm. like, went, went crazy, and it opened, <laughs> yeah, 
and it opened like so many doors for for my own thing, which I was like developing in meanwhile. And how did you meet Yellowclaw? They're kind of like Yellowclaw is like really good in like spotting new things happening in Holland. They always have like a they're always on, like on the lookout of what's who are the new cool writers and artists and producers in Holland. They kind of know all the like the underground scene. Mm-hmm. So, how did I met them actually? I don't know. I think it was through Serrano. I dropped this song with Serrano, Give It a Love. And they, at the time, they were working together. And then they heard the song and just invited me for a session. And then we started to work together. How do you think the music you have made has changed since when you first started? How my music changed since I first started? Wow. I think uh, I think my music because I'm a writer, like my music always keeps changing, and I get like I'm exposed to like so many different producers every single day because I travel a lot and do so many sessions, and so like all the stuff like influences you so much, so it always keeps progressing. But I think I've gotten just more in touch with what I really wanted to do. Like back when I was signed to Universal, like when, like what I told you, um, I really wanted to do hip hop and R&B stuff. Like that, that was my main passion mm-hmm. always. And they were just like, back then, they were like, like you're a white girl from Poland. <laughs> There's no way you can like, you can't compete with, you know, with Alicia Keys and, and all those girls back then. So that was, that's been like, uh, my main thing right now that like there are no rules anymore and Spotify and like all that all that new like internet world changed changed just the industry so much so there are no rules anymore which is mm-hmm. which is really good news for people like me mm-hmm. so yeah that kind of that changed yeah. just like being like not giving not giving a fuck about stupid rules from A&Rs. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person since when you were younger? I have been through so many ups and downs and so many like intense things happening in my life like with heartbreaks and the loss of my brother and just dealing with the industry as a woman, which can be so heartbreaking mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, I think that I'm just now very kind of like confident, but not in a, not in a ignorant way, mm. but just in a confident, like embracing everything. Like I'm just as me as I am. Like I used to feel so embarrassed for feeling like being depressed or just being a very kind of a not I just never fit it in you know like I'm was always like the tall girl or the crazy girl or the alcoholic girl and I smoke and like I do all these things and love partying I love falling in love and Mm -hmm. then I just like then my heart breaks and I get like fucked up for a month and like I go through everything so intensely and so 100%. 
and I used to be very like embarrassed about that. I had anxiety about just, I don't know, just leaving the house because I thought people were judging me because I was crazy. <laughs> mm. But now, so that's what I mean with like being confident about that, just like embracing all those unique things about yourself because I think that um, everyone, I think all the crazy parts and all the like different stuff that makes you that make you unique like are supposed to be cherished mm, mm, yeah you know? that's that that's what makes you special so i think that and just appreciating real friendships and real people around me people who like are honest and just stuff like that just yeah. real just realness like mm -hmm. that's what i'm interested in not interested in um, some crazy that's like some some dream you know I just want real life and real music and just being authentic mm -hmm. and I think that's yeah that's my thing are those the kind of inspirations and themes for your music coming up or what are what are they yeah they're definitely it's been it's been a journey as well with, with, this time with uh, being signed at Universal Germany because uh, I have like so much music laying around from from over the past oh, two yeah. years and so yeah I am just I just really want make want to make authentic inspirational stuff for young girls and not even young girls just everyone who's like who's a little bit maybe afraid mm. to embrace themselves or I don't know just that I just want to like my messages to it's okay to be anything you want to be and to do anything you don't owe anyone anything what does success look like to you success mm -hmm. um, I mean to me like coming from from where I come from from Poland and from a very religious background, mm. just traveling the world and to make music and hang out with like amazing people like yourself <laughs> uh, so sweet. is is already like feels like a dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to make. I just want to keep doing my music and getting like more deeper and deeper into it and like having just to come to a point where. I don't have to explain it anymore and just do whatever I want to do mm -hmm. and just keep traveling the world, keep meeting amazing people, touring, doing festivals, doing amazing videos, visuals, just everything that I'm yeah. doing, just like more, mm -hmm. more and more free yeah. every time. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to yeah. me? Oh my God, it's such a good and deep question. I think love is, I think love is, has to come within and that comes after like healing from, from all your, like all your past pains and disappointments and it can like, it can mean romantic love or it can mean uh, love, loving your life or loving Stuff that you're doing like love is so such an abstract concept but I think you can feel it at its best and at its most authentic when 
you just when you're just okay with yourself and you just embrace life as it comes and you're okay with that like I used to be so so scared of being alone and so I don't know so like when I when I were like when I was in relationships they were like so so intense and I always like attracted bad guys <laughs> and stuff like that but also in friendships like whatever you know love is everywhere yeah so I think I'm at my most I'm like I'm the most loving person in every way when I'm just cool with myself I love that yeah last question what do you want to be remembered for I would want to be remembered for the girl that has broken like all the rules of the society mm -hmm. and proved that there are no rules yeah. <laughs> and that they're all stupid and that there's like the only rule is to make yourself happy and just enjoy this yeah. life because it's so short, you know? Yeah. For sure that. This is so awesome. Thank you so much. Ah, I love this. Oh. Thank you so oh. much. Bye guys.